You are listening to I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. A backstage look at the creative process from the imaginations that bring it to life. Hello, Hello theater, theater family. family. I'm Travis. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to another episode of I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. Oh, look at that's not even wasn't correct when I wrote it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost terrible. But today, um, it's going to be kind of a different podcast because Travis is going to be kind of I'm going to be grilling Travis because we're doing a behind the director episode with Mr. Travis Shapoo. Because I'm a director now. Ah. <laughs> kind of. I mean, yeah. That's the title. <laughs> That's the title. This is the title. But you are a director now. I am and a director I thought now. it would be really fun if we re asked you the theater family question. Oh, man. I didn't know that was happening. This All right, is let's happening. do this. Um, so, what is your favorite role that you have played so far, whether it be on stage or off? Oh, God. I mean, right now. <sighs> I guess I haven't really totally played the role of director yet, so I can't really like say that. You're just getting started. But so far, it's been a lot of fun. Okay. Um, so Igor. Igor. Igor, definitely. Igor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is your dream role slash show you would want to be a part of or be in? Oh God, there's way too many. Well, give me your top three. My top three. Okay. <laughs> um, Elder Cunningham, The Book of Mormon. <laughs> um. Edna Turnblad, Hairspray, and... Um, probably that. Um, J- Jeremy Jordan's role in the last five years. Um, I think he plays Jamie. Jamie, Jamie is the name. I think yeah. it, Jamie name is, is the character's Jamie. name. Jamie. Yep, those, those ones. I like those ones. You like those ones. Please and thank you. Okay. Now, what is your most embarrassing moment that you can remember in either a show or rehearsal? Oh, God. <laughs> I like how we have that moment of just pure silence. Like, I'm, but there's I'm just, so many. <laughs> I'm just prone to the worst things happening to me. I mean, still up top, it's like having to sing a cappella, not by choice. Really? And two different shows. Either that or the whole door scenario in Young Frankenstein. Oh my God, I forgot about the door. Yeah, the whole door scenario. We'll just go scenario. through through the back way. Yeah, let's go through the back entrance. Let's go through the back entrance. That was like, I had two options. I could either do that and like run around the door and then just like play it up, just walk off, or my other option was to like go around, unlock it, and then like let everyone in. <laughs> Let's go through the back end. So I just was like, which one is going to take less time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> which one might be funnier? <laughs> you know, like what's going to be, yeah. So yeah, probably the door thing from Young Frankenstein was like the most, like, not embarrassing, but just like nerve wracking blooper that's happened to me while I've been on stage. We love a good nerve wracking blooper. Of course we do. We stand on <laughs> nerve wracking blooper. We, we stand a nerve wracking blooper. Okay, so... What is your inspiration for being a part of community theater? Is that still the same? My mom was Shout my out answer to Mama last Shapu, time. Because we know you listen to the podcast. She's listening. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's what got me started. And just what keeps coming me back is just my super awful addiction to it. <laughs> I'm like Tinkerbell. I don't have time for other hobbies. No, I don't I, have time for other hobbies. I'm like I'm community theater. I, I need to be like Tinkerbell. I need applause to live. Like, <laughs> that's just how that's just how I've operated. Like, you know, even in the show we're doing right now, A Few Good Men, it's like I don't, I'm not out there very long. I have a, I have a much smaller role than what I think people are used to seeing me in. Yeah. In a show. But I'm so into it. It's like not even funny. <laughs> Like, I dig the fact that, like, 15 minutes into that show, I'm like, pressure is off. <laughs> I have to, like, sing a cadence in about an hour and a half, and then your homegirl is Deuces. done. <laughs> I just stand there. I, you know, I, I, I will say that. Like, I haven't had a, this sounds so disgusting. I haven't had a small role in a long time. <laughs> I know, I didn't want to say those words, but yeah. <laughs> 
it's been well because we typically like Rachel and I are big musical fans. We've dabbled yeah. in straight plays and we've done some straight plays. We does the straight plays. Um, if there's a musical available, we tend to like gravitate towards that. We tend to be talented people. We, I'm just gonna say it, we're talented people. <laughs> we just tend to get utilized a lot in musicals. Yeah. So it's. It's di- like Rachel and I are taking kind of a backseat approach in this show right now. And, and it's, it's dope as hell. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> like sitting backstage with people, I'm like, this is weird. This is weird. I, I have never time, have time, to, time talk to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had time to converse with anyone before. Uh, I will admit, though, that uh, because I'm helping with quick changes because I'm also the customer for the show. I've never been so stressed out about somebody else's quick change. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Like, I get to just mosey on stage and I do my two little scenes and then I go back and I change. And then I'm hanging out for like... An hour. An hour. <laughs> until I have to go out there for the final scene of Act 1 and then I just stand there. And Nick came up to me the other night as just a joke and he was like, got all your lines memorized for Act 2? <laughs> And I looked at him and I said, do you? Because <laughs> he's the friggin' lead of the show. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's weird being in a situation where like, even though I'm on stage. You're not speaking. I can't help. Like if things go off the rails and they can't find it, like, and I know what's happening. Yeah. I can't speak. No. I can't do anything about it. I mean, I, I think I'm in a little bit better of a position to say something. Yeah, you are than I am. Than I, than you. The MPs don't do nothing. They like, just stand you there. Stand there and you're quiet. Yep, that's my job, <laughs> and I'm into it. So, it's been a nice little, a nice little forte into drama. Yeah, for me. well, it's been a nice little, and it, it's given me a real appreciation. Now, here's the thing: I've never been in the ensemble in a musical. Same. <laughs> it sounds so awful. It sounds so, it sounds so awful. awful. And I'm not against being in an ensemble. I'm not either. Like I'm, I'm really hoping uh, because Mamma Mia is happening this summer. I I think it would be fun to be one of Sydney's friends, but I yeah. really want to be in the ensemble. <laughs> yeah, because they they do a lot of stuff. So. so it could be a lot of fun. I mean, I just I really want to be one of the dads. Yeah. I don't care which one. You'd like to be one of the dads. I would just like to be one of the dads because at the end they get to come out in just huge sequin disco outfits. And sing, and sing <laughs> the gay man in you is just like, yeah. yeah the, the, the fabulous queen living inside my heart is just like, come on, girl. <laughs> Give it Give to it me. To me. <laughs> Give it to me. That's the only reason I want to be one of the dads is for that moment. <laughs> and I'm only 30, so it's like... <laughs> You know, I'm gonna have to like grow some facial hair and like salt and pepper myself up. Well, a little bit. I mean, if, if if you get cast as a dad, I I know how to age up. Yeah, I'll just start drinking more beer or something. <laughs> no, don't don't poo poo on your keto lifestyle. Don't poo poo on my keto and sober lifestyle. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay, this is my favorite question, which was brought to us by the lovely Laura Marsalik. What now? Ha- like we've asked you this question before, and yeah. I want to know because mine has changed. Uh huh. So, what blend of different celebrities would you say makes up your acting smoothie? Your smoothie. I mean, mine <laughs> is still pretty much, pretty much the same mm-hmm. as of right now. I okay. don't think. Yeah, nothing has happened to me in like, the meantime. <laughs> I, like, nothing has happened. That has just, like, you know, brought me such, like, changes or whatever. I will say, like, like Jeremy Jordan is probably always going to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, I'm not so sure if, like, Ben Platt is still in there. Because, I don't know. I just... Here's the thing. I feel like when people in the theater community right now are like, Hey, what's your favorite musical? People are following that question up with, and if you say Dear Evan Hansen, we're not friends anymore. Rude! Because it's like the most basic answer to give at this point in time. Like, it's everyone's favorite thing, you know? And I'm like... I don't even know what my favorite musical is. I I have way too many. Like, (laughs) I just love everything about musical theater. So it's like, I'll I'll watch whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm about to get a Broadway HD subscription. (laughs) I mean, that's the way to live. It's, like it's I didn't bad... get to see some things in New York and I regret it and I'm like 
It's not a Broadway HD is a thing. <laughs> I mean, I have always loved. I have always loved Jeremy Jordan. I have always loved Leah Michelle. I have always loved Catherine McPhee. Oh my god, I love Catherine McPhee. Um. I guess I have more like female influences than I do even male. Like So who are your female like let's 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 go back a little bit. Who are who do you most think female wise influences you? Uh like from a celebrity and like musical theater standpoint? Yeah, both celebrity yeah. and then theater. Yeah. I mean Leah and Catherine are like my top two. I'm a huge Kristen Chenoweth fan. Yes. I think she is I live just for her. Fabulous. She's a she's a tiny human and I appreciate all tiny like another tiny human. Oh, and she's just like down to earth and goofy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like I aspire to be Christian Chenoweth. <laughs> yeah. She's just got the whole package. Yes. You know, I mean I'm trying to think of like what recently has been my my go to's for things. Um uh, I'm gonna say re- most recently in the last maybe like six months since I've really started like following this person mm-hmm. and looking into her life and like just getting to know her through <laughs> through her Instagram stories. Natalie Weiss is oh, another person yeah. that I really look up to. I think she's a fabulous singer. She's a wonderful vocal coach, and we looked into getting a lesson with Natalie Weiss. Yeah, while she we gets, were in New York, she not gets, possible. <laughs> Paid for those. <laughs> so like a homeboy was not about that lifestyle. We spent enough coin on some other things. <laughs> spent enough coin for sure. <laughs> um, but maybe a goal the next time we go out to New York. Save some money. Save and some money. I would love to get a voice lesson. Just one. Out there. I think that would be. I think it would be super fun to do. Super duper fun. And that's the one thing I wish I would have done but didn't do. I didn't take any classes when I was out there. Right. And I, I kind of wish I would have. It would have been fun to go to, like, an acting class or, yeah, you know, like, something to that effect. Yeah. Because I know, like, um, Sylvia and, and Libby went to a dance class, which I thought, like, a little part of me thought, oh, that would have been fun. I haven't danced in years, though. Right. Like, I not, mean, like, full, like, full-out danced in years. I shouldn't say I haven't danced in years because I've been in some musicals. Right. But I haven't, like, full-out actually danced in years yeah you've done some step touching lately i've done some charleston's you've done some charleston's some step touching i've done a grapevine yeah you know a nice box step <laughs> i've done a box step <laughs> a, good, a, a carlton now and again <laughs> you did do like a cartwheel during young frankenstein i did four cartwheels during you young go. frankenstein so you, got your, you got your cardio in you did just fine well, that's <laughs> doing great sweetie <laughs> you're doing so good sweetie um i think as far as like men are concerned um Adam Jacobs is another male that I, I don't know look up is. to. He played Aladdin okay. on Broadway for like the longest time. Um, so he's great. Zachary Levi is another mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. that I really look up to. I um, love Zachary Levi. Even before he got hot and became Shazam. Um, but can we have a side note? It's <laughs> great. I'm not, I'm not, you know. Um, um, Andrew Rannells. I love Andrew. Is another one. Um, Chris Colfer oh, is yeah. another person I really love. So, I don't know. There's just a whole lot going on there. Naya Rivera. I love her. That's clean. Just tons of tons of peeps. You've got a lot of people in your, in your smoothie. It's a highly flavored smoothie. It's a highly flavored smoothie. She's ethnically diverse. <laughs> She's a Jamba Juice at this point. It's gone beyond smoothie. She's a Jamba Juice with the uh, energy pack boost. Okay, we gotta move on. We paid fifty cents extra for guac. We know it. It's a dollar fifty now extra for guac. Chipotle, get your life right. <laughs> I bought a whole bag of avocados for like three dollars at Costco. Like, <laughs> I could out avocado your ass any day. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Oh yeah, auditions tonight. <laughs> I just got the email. Sorry, cannot not doing it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm busy. You'll hear about that in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> busy. She is busy today. She's busy. So, episode topic at hand. Episode topic at hand. Episode topic at hand. Travis is a new director for the Pequot Lakes Community Theater, and he is doing The Little Mermaid because we haven't been talking about this for like the last year and a half at all uh, on the podcast. Uh, you own the rights, but I don't know to. Pre- uh, it's not a performance. Uh, we we don't uh, charge uh, for. Uh, <laughs> so, 
first question. Yes, ma'am. Lay them on me. Well, I've got a couple, and I think I'm going to ask them a little bit out of order because I wasn't thinking when I was typing this list up. Girl, this is your interview. You run with it. I'm going to run with it. So, how did you decide on your show? So, here's the thing about me (laughs) wanting to become a director. (laughs) That was just on a loop. (laughs) <laughs> like, I was like, oh, all right, I'll try it. And then, like, once they like were like, oh, yeah, you could do it. I was like, really? Okay. Sure. I guess I could try it. Um, I apologize about the plane that you hear in the background. Oh, love that. <laughs> we live in Brainerd. I love that, like. Just kidding. We're in L.A., guys. <laughs> oh, so, I wonder if somebody's jet setting off somewhere. Um, so, my for my first time directing, I was like, my biggest question that I had to answer was what would I want to direct that I also wouldn't care if I wasn't in? Because oh. I did not want to be that person my first time out that was like, I'm going to direct this show, but I'm also going to audition for it. Because one, like, it's Rude. enough stress <laughs> to like just direct the show. But also have to learn a part at the but same time. But also have time. to learn a part at the same time and like have to have a second pair of eyes. And then you're not fully... like immersed into the directing process you're kind of like half in half out all the time Mm -hmm. so i was like what do i want to direct that i like it'd be fun to be in but it wouldn't break my heart if i wasn't in it you know so then i was researching shows to do and i came up with like three or four that four that i really wanted to to direct Mm -hmm. and they were A Christmas Story, the musical, Elf, the musical, because I love Christmas. So I was like, if I wanted to do like a holiday show and they gave me like the fall slot. You are a holly jolly homo. I am Sometimes a I can't big holly it. jolly homo. I love a Christmas. <laughs> I love I am on the opposite them. end of the Christmas spectrum. I'm yep. like. She hates it. I don't hate Christmas. And I'm not about that like, oh, fuck Christmas. But. Mm. Yeah. It's not our favorite time of year. No. I, it's like cold the day it. after Thanksgiving is over, I'm full on red and green. I'm like. Tree is up. Yeah. I'm shitting mistletoe. Like it's everywhere. <laughs> it's, and I'm like that like three days before Christmas, I'll put up a Christmas tree. Yeah. She's like just an appropriate amount of time for family and friends to come and gather and then get this shit out of my house. Yeah. Like it could, like, like my Christmas. jack-o'-lantern could go away and my Christmas tree could go up. Like I could care less. Ugh, I will, I will restrain myself through Halloween, but I will start listening to Christmas music November first. Gross. <laughs> I wonder if it's though. Um, did you have you ever worked like a retail retail job? Yeah, I mean, not like, not like like a like a retail like you like shopping center, like a big box retailer. Yeah. No. I was see, I was always more like food service. See, it, it's it's a little different via food service than retail. If you ever, and shout out to anybody who has worked for a big box retailer, like I want to know about your feelings on Christmas because I want to know if this is the same for everyone. Having because it is like October thirty first is Halloween, and then November first, the next day, you're doing planograms, setting up all the Christmas stuff, and then it's happy Christmas music until January 15th, and you want to stab somebody in the yeah, eye real quick. It can be real, real aggressive out there in, in commercial America, but yeah. I really enjoy the holiday season, so I thought if I got to do a holiday show, I'd really like to do one of those two. Yeah. I always knew I wanted, I knew I wanted to do a musical, Yeah. and that was ballsy for my first time out, yeah. really. My third option was High School Musical. Because I love that show. It's a Disney show. It's a Disney show. But I've aged out pretty much of the roles that I would want. Like, I'd want to be Ryan more than anything. Yeah. So I've aged out of that. Like, no one's going to believe a 30 year old up there is like a high school sophomore. It's not going to work. So I was like, I I could direct that. And then I was like, you know what? The Little Mermaid would be a lot of fun. And then I like started really. Like researching all of them, and a Christmas story wasn't available because they were doing the live version at the time. Yep, and it's still the rights aren't completely available for it. Is it Same available for perusal now, though? A little, I think, like international perusal. International. It's not even like domestic yet. Domestic I'm pretty yet. sure. Okay. Last time I checked. Um, Elf is the same way. It's very limited still right now. It wasn't. They had a touring company 
I thought it was just on tour, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just it just went through the Ordway this last December. Uh, that's what I thought. I was supposed to go see it, but that was the night that we went to Les Mis. Nope. <laughs> and I had to I had to duck out and go to our first our first press night. Um, oh, which a side note, if any of the Enos are listening, what was the restaurant that we ate at that night? Oh, I got the answer to that question. You did? I did. Somebody sent it to me. I have to go back through the family chat and find out, but I have it for us. Sweet. I think it was like Didigio's or Digidio's. Diagio's. Yeah. Diagio's. Yeah. We could just like Google that. It'd be fine. All right. Because that little restaurant was, A, the service was amazing. Best chicken parmesan I've ever had in my life. I wonder if we mentioned it in the... We probably did. We could go back and listen. We to should that probably too. go back. And listen I think to it was like the videos or something like that. Um, but as I started researching the shows more and more, I just fell in love with the Little Mermaid, and like the idea of putting that on the stage. And like when you're thinking about directing a show, all of these ideas start coming into your head. Like, what do you want to do for lighting? What do you want to do for costumes? What do you want to do for staging? Mm-hmm. What do you want your set to look like? Um, you know, was that the one that you could imagine the most clearly? More things were popping into my head than any than for any of the others. Okay, right off the bat, because I guess I was the most comfortable with that story from right off the bat, and I was like, okay, well, that's probably going to be the one. Yeah, but the board really decides. Yeah, it's very true. So when I went in, because when I did it, they did had you like interviews. hype up the Little Mermaid? Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> A hundred percent. I went through the first two and I was like, well, this one would be super fun. And I would do this and this. And then, well, this one would be fun. And then you gave a 15 page PowerPoint presentation on the Little Mermaid. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And like Lauren was one of the people interviewing me and she's a big Disney fan too. And I was like, if I can get her on my side, Mm -hmm. like I can make this work. Yeah. So they, uh, they, that's the one they ended up picking. Perfect. And when they put us in order, they gave me the summer slot. Which is like what... Not to poo-poo the other slots, it's but... The it's, slot. it's the best slot. It's the best slot. Because you don't have to... After May is over, you don't have to work around school schedules. No. Nope. Everybody's out of school. Yep. Nobody has any of that Parents crap. are like, please take my child for three hours before I, like, slap the shit out yeah, of them. Yeah, it's the best. Like, everybody has, like, their <laughs> summer vacations and stuff already planned. So when you get conflicts for people, it's already just right there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Like, I the other, the other slots were... What I, the hardest slot I think was Stephanie's slot when she yeah. where the Adams family was, just for a sake of we lose about half our population. Yeah, during that time of we year, really do. So I mean, you're really struggling to sell, and the, the that her show was very well attended. It was. It was super well attended. I mean, I think the night I was there, I think there was maybe mm-hmm. like a handful of seats left. Yeah, we were three quarters plus each night yeah never had a fully sold out night. but you're always but, worried about being in that what we like to call the sprinter spot yeah <laughs> because because, it's right between winter and spring yeah it could rain and then freeze and then snow on top of it in, in you know the matter of three hours while yeah. you're in there and and then you have to figure out how to get home yeah. or before your show even starts it could be like that yeah and, and you have just, the rehearsals of like if they cancel school for a snowstorm you can't rehearse hold rehearsal yeah like you know it, and we we had a pretty bad winter, so it was. Yeah. Well, I I I feel that. I mean, I was I wasn't in Adam's family, but I was doing Boeing Boeing at the time, and I think we lost probably five or six rehearsals because of the weather. Yeah, which, and it was the same thing with them. Like we couldn't yeah. tell people to come. It got down to like the last time they did it. Rich talked to the activities guy and was like, "Listen, these people need to rehearse." Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, well, if they can get here, they can come in." Like. It is what it is. We understand. Yeah. So there was one where they had canceled school and we all still went. Yeah. Did you? did it. I know we ended up having like a rehearsal on a Sunday, I think. Uh, we never rehearsed on a weekend. Oh, yeah. We, no, I think never we did had two, to do that. It was a two or just one Sunday rehearsal. Somebody who was in Boeing Boeing, correct me. <laughs> yeah. No, they came in and, and I mean, it all came together. But when I was in my interview, I just, I really sold The Little Mermaid because yeah. I knew that's what I wanted. I wanted that to be my first. Yeah. Because I just knew that I could do something. Just awesome balls to the wall. Her. I'm gonna pick the biggest show I can possibly. <laughs> I know, and like the three of us did it to ourselves. Like, yeah. Ben picked a big musical. Yeah, yeah. Susical. Stephanie a big picked a big, musical. Is a big musical. I it's, picked the biggest one. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think. Uh, I don't know how big. I think. How big was Ben's cast? Was that like 30 people? Uh, it was less than that. There were like 27 of us. That's almost 30 people. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, I've got almost double what Ben has. Yeah, you've got <laughs> you about know? double what Ben has. And then Stephanie had about 27 people in her cast. Uh, no, it was less than that. I don't think it was like, well, maybe about 20, between 23 and 27, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. So Travis has 42, 43, 43, 43 people in his cast. Yeah, I have a modest cast of 43. Just super modest cast And a creative of team of 20. A creative team of 20. So 60 plus people that you're going to be... Are working on this show. Yeah. That's an insane number of people. Plus like the community ed and all the, the ushering volunteers. Yeah, shout out to our volunteers. Stuff like that that are still going to get set up. Like, uh, yeah. So it was... What was the original question? <laughs> How did you decide on your show? You answered the question. Oh, yeah. So I just... We didn't get off on a tangent. <laughs> no, I really was like, yeah, what do I want to direct but not want to be in? Yeah. And then I started researching The Little Mermaid. It was just... It was obvious that that's what I wanted that's to what do. That's want to be in. I'm excited to hear your pre-show announcement. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. That's the no, one... No spoilers. <laughs> that's the one thing I'm inserting myself into. <laughs> but you can because as the director, the director usually to. does the pre-show announcement. I'm supposed to do that. You're supposed to do that. But I'm not doing it live. Because we're doing a pre-recorded thing. We're doing a pre-recorded thing. I'm not going to go up there and yeah. do it live. Not, we're doing it live. Yeah, no, we're doing a recording. That's what we're doing. We're with doing this a one. recording. But um, yeah, I just didn't want to be that guy that like directed his show and then gave himself a role. You know, I didn't. Want yeah, to do that. that makes sense. Okay, so moving on. You just had auditions. Yes, ma'am. Was it last? Saturday, last, last Saturday, Sunday. So last it's been Saturday, cast Sunday. For about a week now. Um, and you cast your show in less than twelve hours. Yes, I did. <laughs> How you feeling, boy? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. No, and I. So here's the thing. And I thought I was being all cocky. And like that day when we went in for like final dress rehearsal for a few good men, I went up to Patrick and I was like, I just cast my whole show in under twelve hours. And he, he looked at me. He was like good for you like he didn't care no he was like people have different methods like good on you like okay go change like he, he, <laughs> he did not care yeah it was like it was the worst joke ever like it was, <laughs> he didn't even giggle i was like oh i thought this was gonna be funny because here's the thing that we talk about is we get talk about getting stuck in the patrick zone we're like <laughs> you audition for one of patrick's shows and it's like nine days later he finally sends you an email that's like, well, after much delivery, like, it better have been under much deliberation. <laughs> My name better have not been on your desk for a week and you were just decided, oh, no, I'll send the email. And I don't know how people do that. I honestly don't know how people do that. Well, I think, especially after, like, talking with Beth and with um, Patrick and just other directors, Michael, too, just kind of talking with them, it, some... What you did was like the smartest thing I've ever seen anybody, especially with a musical, is if you ever audition for Travis, if he decides to direct another show after this one, we'll see. We'll have a, a behind the director part two post show. Yeah, post show reaction. Post show reaction. How you doing, sis? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just check in with you real quick, and uh, if you ever, it's I've never been to. A, such an organized audition and i did help i did help with the audition process on that saturday yeah rachel was one of our volunteers and helped us with she helped me with my my audition tracker yeah audition tracker and it was so organized but he not only did he take photos of everyone so you'd have an idea of who everyone was you recorded them singing yep which is I think is huge because I don't know how I would have cast a musical without being able to go back and re-listen to somebody sing. So here's the thing. I I have severe, undiagnosed obsessive compulsive disorder. I 100% know that I have it, but it's certain things. If you've ever seen any of Travis's Apple products... Oh yeah, like <laughs> all, all of my Apple night. products have like a Starry Night thing. <laughs> my phone is the only one that doesn't. For and I'm and it doesn't freak me out that it doesn't because I just take my phone everywhere. Yeah. But like my laptop, I mean, the I, laptop, the iPad, your Apple Watch, yeah. your keychain. I am sitting on a Starry Night pillow right now. <laughs> yeah, things just have to be. So I know that I have stuff like that. Yeah. And I just. A pro- I've been to auditions before where, like, my anxiety was just 
I have really bad anxiety too. Don't take anything for it. Just suffer through it. <laughs> and I just, I, 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 it was, I, I just don't understand how people can't put it together. Like I can't wrap my mind around it. Like when it, when we were done with it, I'm one of those people that like, okay, I have to figure this out now. Yeah. You know, like I can't, I came home and I like, I couldn't rest until I had the piles at least situated into who I was going to look at in the morning and whatever. Like I couldn't just come home, drop the bag and go to bed. You had to drop, set the bag down, take everything out, organize the pile. set up the table so when I got up in the morning, I could be like, okay, this is where I need to start. Yeah. You know, and... I spent a lot of time prepping for the auditions. I and I only know that because I helped you with a lot of the prep work. Yeah. I was like, okay, so what sections of the songs are we going to have people sing? Yeah. And I had to make PDFs of all of those. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, who was going to read what? And then I had to find scenes and make PDFs of all of those. And then I had to develop a grid that I could send to Lori so she could follow the grid to print all the things. Like, I've just, I'm trying to make, like, my job is supposed to be the hard one. Yeah. You're just trying to make everybody else's job super easy. I'm trying to make everybody else's job. So when I give something to Lori and Community Ed to say, hey, I need this, she has something she can follow. Yeah. That's a step-by-step of like, here's what Travis needs. You're just trying to make Lori's job super easy. Yeah, because I people aren't being, you know, paid and compensated to figure out what's in my brain. They- like, <laughs> I need to tell them what's in there so they yeah. can get it out. But yeah, I had... When all was said and done, we had 61 people come Audition. to auditions, mm-hmm. and I cast 43 of them. And I'm the damn crab. And Rachel <laughs> is Sebastian. I'm the damn crab. She made it happen. But no, we <laughs> Thank developed... you for everyone who just really supported me in this endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> Your adoring fans. My adoring fans are just like, we want to see Rachel as a crab. Well, as RuPaul would say, don't Fuck a top. I've already started like big shoes. Big I, shoes. I, it's a, it's. I mean, it's a character that people instantly identify with. Oh, hundred percent. Like instant. Like you could see, like you see a crab somewhere, you're like, oh, it's from the Little Mermaid. Yep, that's, that's all people think about. That's all people think about. So it's, you are one of the most iconic Disney characters to date. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. You know. So it's. I mean. I'm I'm sure Sylvia is feeling it as well. Yeah, it's super iconic character. Uh-huh. But but like, like as as we were talking about like the tracker and everything, like yeah, that was something new that I wanted to try. And it was so amazing because typically you go to Galapa, you go in, you fill out a form. Yep, you're one form of all of these these stacked up things, mm. and they just make notes on it. And then at the end, these people go back. That are making judgments and they're like, oh, well, what did they sound like? Oh, I thought, I think they were pretty good, you know, and you don't know. Yeah. Whereas there were several different occasions where, and I won't use anyone's names. But you, you, you had the opportunity to go back. But we did go back and listen because there were some people for some roles that like Lauren was straight up like petitioning. (laughs) it needs to be this person. You will be making a mistake if it's not this person. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, like they were not what we need. Like there was one person and I was like, that person was really pitchy in their audition. Like, did you not hear that? Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, I thought they were wonderful. And And then you went back and listened to it. Let's go back. And I played it for her. And then she listened to it and was like, Oh, and I'm like, so without that, Lauren and I would have went round and round and round and round Mm -hmm. until I had to like literally just put my foot down and say, no, this is like, what I want to do. I get the final decision, and yeah. this decision is no, so drop it. Yeah. Instead of like letting her come to the realization on her <laughs> own of like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, because I remembered it, but we saw like again, we saw 61 people, and that's a lot of people to try and make a decision on. So yeah, so it was it was hard, and we sat there after they were all said and done the second night. And we put out a general layout, and then it was like, okay, I'm going to go home and sleep on this and make sure that this is what I want. Um, and for the most part, it was. Yeah. You know, we made some tweaks and things, but it was, it, I couldn't be more proud of what we did. And it was so, it was kind of fun to be sitting on the in the choir side. room and like watching people come in the door and not have to go check it out. 
like everybody else. They had to walk out and who's here, who's here. As they were coming in the door, Rachel or River was taking their picture and putting their information into a OneNote table that I created mm -hmm. with the information. And I could refresh it and I could watch these people come in the door. And I was nice. like, okay, this person's here, this person's here, this person's here. You know, so I could mentally prepare for like what I was getting into. Which day was the hardest for you? The last one, because I knew literally every single person <laughs> in the room. I mean, the, we the, were all there. Yeah, the first night there was, um, I had 15. 18 people. 18 people the first night. I was there the first night. <laughs> and no, you were there the second night. Oh, no. Oh, no. You helped the first I night. I, helped. I was a volunteer the first night. You were the first volunteer night. the first night. There's 18 people. And there were 18 people that showed up. And some I knew, some I didn't. Mm -hmm. And It was nice to see new faces. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there are some new faces to the stage for this production. Yeah, so it was we're cool. super excited. But the second night came around and literally every person I've ever worked with in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and then this one poor soul named Deb who knew no one. She was, was the one so standalone. Sweet. So, so sweet. It's her first time out for anything. She was uh -huh. the only one I didn't know. But there were like almost 30 of you <laughs> the second night. And this was ding, after ding, 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 ding. we had three sets of auditions. So yeah. I had the first night of just adults. Earlier in the day on Sunday, I had kids. Yep. And there were like 17 children. I think 17 or 18 kids. Yeah. yeah. And then, and I could only cast like nine of them mm -hmm. because I had to set a limit because the stage is only so big. It's a true you know? story. And then I had more adult auditions and there were double the amount of people almost from the first night. Yeah. And but it was, was like, it was it was the cast of characters that everyone uh, that we knew. All the hits. All the hits, all the hits were there that night. And it was like, <laughs> what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> like I've seen all these people before and I, it was it was very nerve-wracking because I I had been having conversations with people up to that point, even like with you. Oh, yeah. Saying, when you walk into that room. Like, We're not friends. Friendship is on hold. <laughs> like, I can't be your friend in that moment. And like, no matter what happens in there, like our friendship can't be affected by the outcome. Oh, I know. And I got so near. And here's the thing. <laughs> and <laughs> Auditioning in front of Lauren for me is so hard. Yeah. And I like I knew it the moment I started saying I looked at her straight in the I should have just stared at Amy the whole time. I would have yeah. been fine. But like looking at you cuz you both have like these giant blue eyeballs that are just like, "Hi." And you're both so sweet and nice. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what a lot of Lauren kept saying to me. She's like, "You're really doing well with this. You're really handling everybody really well. Like yeah. you're really, you know, like you giving very... people what they need and like, and yeah. like, well, I don't know. I've been in customer service my whole life. This is just my face. <laughs> this is just my face. Like this is my face when I'm just trying to be nice to people. Like this is how it does, you know. And like, but it was I nice. am a nice person. It, I mean, it was nice <laughs> from from the audition standpoint as someone who is your friend and had to sh like put that wall down, put that little gate down for like a hot minute. Well, I mean, I'm friends with all of you. I'm friends with you. I'm friends with Lauren. I'm friends with Amy. And it's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to audition for your friends. Oh yeah. Like, it's so hard to audition for your friends. And I will say like, I appreciate, I think you, you're very professional about it, but you also had that, Oh honey, I've been on the opposite side of this table. <laughs> oh yeah, like I told like when people came in and they were there were a couple of people that were just so they were taking really deep breaths yeah. and they were so nervous and I just talked to them and I said, "Listen, I've been you." Yeah. I know exactly what's going on exactly. in your head. I said, "Relax." Yeah. I said, "You are going to be just fine. You're Don't worry about it. Survive this. Yeah. Like just do your thing." It was really nice. Just like you just saying, "Just do your thing" cuz I mean, you've heard me do my thing like a, a a bajillion times. It's not something that you've never not seen. Right. <laughs> but it's it's in a different context because you had to look at it from like a full cast standpoint. Like how would how would right? Like I, where do people where do people fit, fit into fit this in? yeah. thing? And honestly, even with the people that I ended up with, there were alternates. For yeah. A lot of those roles, like there were a lot of people where, if for some reason they said no, I had a person that could come in and do it and do you it. know like <laughs> the funniest thing was was amy amy borish because i was talking to her after because amy borish is my choreographer so shout was, out to amy yeah it was me lauren and amy that were 
Lauren Nickish is Lauren, your vocal Lauren director. Lauren Nickish is my vocal director. We did the auditions, the three of us together. Mm-hmm. So, and we were all involved in every aspect of it. So we all watched everything. We even made sure that Amy could come in and watch everybody sing. Yeah. Because I wanted help. You mm-hmm. know, I wasn't going to put all of this on my shoulders. I wanted other people's opinions and, and takes on how these things went. And it's nice because Amy and Lauren have done it before. Yeah. It's like, I have these people around me. Yeah. Why not? I'd be stupid not to utilize them. Exactly. So I wanted to do that. And it was very helpful. But like, I was on the phone with Amy the next day because I took last Monday off of work. Which was smart. To focus on this because I wanted to get it done. And get it done, but get it right. And I didn't want people waiting on me mm-hmm. you know because i just i've been that person that's waiting 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 and i know that sometimes it takes a day mm-hmm. or two but i wouldn't i don't know how people rest while that decision is on their chest i just don't know how people do it uh, like, I, I try to keep to myself as busy as humanly possible like after i've auditioned i'm like okay i have to focus yeah. on something else because if i don't fo- like it, i almost hope that i get a photo shoot or something going on so yeah. i can just like but like as a director like how does somebody just like put that down you don't. <laughs> like, I, just, I couldn't. I could never just like put that piece of paper out and be like, okay, I'll make that decision on Wednesday. <laughs> Hell no. Like, that's not a thing. Well, I so, think- but Amy was like, I was like, I don't know what to do, Amy. I have too many people to like pick from or whatever. And she literally was like, oh, fuck you. And you're, <laughs> I have too many talented people that auditioned for me problem. Oh, Muffin, it must be so hard being I know, you. that's exactly what she was. She was like, <laughs> screw off with your... Too many people auditioned for my show thing. And I was like, yeah, it is like a first world problem. It, I get it. That's like, like beyond a first world problem. Yeah. Like I haven't auditioned for a show in a long time where everybody was like, oh my God, there's way too many people here. <laughs> there's way too much talent in this there's room. There's too much talent in the room. I you don't know, know what to do with And that all happened this with talent. this show. So it was hard. It was really hard to like make a decision, but we did it. Yay! I'm so proud of you. And I'm so excited to be in the show. I'm excited to have you in the I'm show. I'm the damn crab. You the damn crab. I'm getting that on a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm the damn crab. I'm the damn crab. I love that. <laughs> Hashtag I'm the damn crab. That's it. <laughs> if you see me posting about little mermaid rehearsals, it's every every single one. Hashtag I'm the damn crab. Love that. <laughs> I'm the damn crab. I'm the damn crab. All right. So I had some other questions that were really more so um, kind of, well, we haven't started rehearsals yet. Right. So they kind of, they kind of, they kind of pertain to rehearsals. So I think we're going to skip them. But my big question before the final question of the day, um, what are you most excited for? So Lauren asked me this question in my interview uh-huh. and I think that my answer is what made them give me one of the give you the show give me the show <laughs> um I'm looking forward to final dress rehearsal where you could be like <laughs> and not so much that I just remember and I go back I talk about Lauren a little bit because I went back to when we were doing Beauty and the Beast and just how long of a process that was and how hard we all had to work and how it all how it all came together. And like watching her in like the final moments of our final dress rehearsal. And you could you could watch her out there and you could see that that you know she was crying because she was so proud of everything that everybody was doing. And I thought about that as I was picking shows and I was listening to the original Broadway soundtrack, which it differs from what we're going to actually be doing, but I listened to... So don't follow that too closely if you're in the cast. Yeah, so don't follow it super closely. (laughs) You will get some rehearsal tracks. Yeah, some songs are the same, but you will have to rely on your rehearsal tracks to really get you set for the show. Um, But we... Oh, we'll get that login. I'll ask you this off. You'll you'll get the login on May 13th. You'll get the login. Yeah, we got it. It's on there. Um, It'll be in your packet. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, there was a part of me that was like, all right, I'm going to... As I was driving to my interview, I put on the soundtrack and I put on the finale. And I imagined myself 
sitting in like, I don't know, just some middle section up a few rows watching everything. <laughs> row E. <laughs> yeah, row E probably with the leg room because goals. And um, I just, I, I'm one of those people that like visualize things. Yeah. And I really like to imagine myself in that spot. Like I'll, I'll put a song on and close my eyes when I'm laying in bed, like when I'm just trying to fall asleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll imagine what it would be like to perform that. Yeah. So I visualize what it would be like to sit there and watch my cast and their final dress rehearsal. And I started bawling <laughs> in my car. I had, to, I had to pull over on my way to my interview because, and that's how I knew I really wanted to do it. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to having that moment with with, with, with my whole cast and being able to say, we've done all we can do. Now go now, go show the world. Go enjoy your run yeah. and hopefully to sold out houses and you know hopefully. soak it in <laughs> because you guys have all worked so hard and you deserve every every hand clap, every compliment, every whistle, every snap, every whatever they give you. Every little kid coming out every just be like, "Every little kid oh wanting God! a picture afterwards, <laughs> every little autograph you'll sign for a child." Like, I, I will admit I'm really looking forward to that. Like I'm really looking forward to like making some little kids day. <laughs> I just want to throw my notepad down and be like, "All right, we're done. My job is done. You guys do the show and Nakoa, don't fuck it up." <laughs> Because Nicole is my stage manager, so his job gets real hard after that. Yeah, it does. Because um, I'll be out in the audience with my parents. <laughs> so you can... Something goes wrong. Are you going to sit somewhere? Are you going to see it every night then? So they do give a seat to the director each night. I'm actually going to the nights my parents are going to be there. Okay. I'm going to buy a ticket. Okay. So I can sit with them. Okay. And then it's still a sold seat. Yep. So when they go on sale, I'm going to buy those. Um, but if I I just want other... You know, at this point, I will have been watching it for however many... You will have seen it 950 plus times. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, countless YouTube videos and maybe five live productions of it leading up to this point. Yeah. I'm going to see it. So like, I know the damn show. Um, <laughs> so if I don't get a seat to one and I have to stand in like the entryway, I'll be fine. Like I want people to enjoy it. You'd rather that seat go to somebody who can. Yeah. I'd rather somebody else be able to buy that seat and see it. Like when my parents are here, fend for yourselves. Like I'm sitting with my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> They're traveling from Maine to see a show that I'm not even in. Because I directed it. So Thank you, Mama Papa Shaku. Yeah, I'll be sitting next to them every night. So <laughs> buy your tickets early because you're not getting that one. But um, other than that, yeah, I'll just, if there's a seat available, I will sit in it. If there isn't, I will stand somewhere. Perfect. Or be backstage because I, no, I want to be there for my cast. I'm yeah. not going to. You're not going to abandon I'm us. not going to abandon you guys. It would, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. To be sitting like in this chair right now and know that there's a performance of the show that I directed going on. You'd be like, no. Oh, my God. I'm getting nauseous just thinking about <laughs> it. So, no. It wouldn't be a thing. <sighs> but, yeah. No, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Yay. just seeing everything for the last time and just being so stupidly proud of all 43 of you plus my tech crew that is going to be working super hard. Like, I'm so excited. Like, by level of excitement for this show. Because I haven't gotten to do a show that I really put in the category of appropriate for my son to see. Right. And this is one of those first shows that he could yeah. really, like, my mom is up there, oh my God. And he knows the show. So it's... Well, and I'm trying to make it as easy as I can for the cast as well. Yeah. I mean, you can attest to the amount of prep an organization that I went into like leading up to like the first read through. Ooh, honey, we are about to like, and here's the thing about Travis and I, we love a good office max run. Oh, I, <laughs> I was FaceTiming my mom about this today too. And somehow my school supply obsession came up as we were talking about my organizational skills. And I, I, Oh, she, my mom told me, she was, I think of you every year at back to school time. Because I literally made her take me to like Walmart to buy school supplies 
in like the beginning of August. <laughs> so I could organize every notebook and label everything and tab things off and organize my backpack to be like, let's go to school. <laughs> A bitch is ready to learn. Like, and... Like, that's what I tried to do for this cast, you know? Uh, I set up a Google Drive. I set up a Facebook. I had a Facebook group set up, like, in the beginning of March. Yeah. And just to get, like, the amount of organization that is going into this show is insane. Like, I'm really looking forward to it because I like I like a good, I like a good organized event. Like I've gotten, good- like, seven or eight emails from the cast that are like, wow, this is really organized. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm this like, is super you're organized. welcome. This is how it should always be. This is super organized. This is so nice. Yeah, people were like, your rehearsal schedule is so easy to read. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I've only looked at 1,800 rehearsal schedules yeah. and like figured out how to best attack this. Yeah, it's like minus like, here's the week we're in. And it's color coded by week. And then it's like, here's what we're working on that day. Here's who sings that. Here's who can't be here. Here's- <laughs> <laughs> like, here who, who needs to be here. Here's who doesn't need to be here. Yeah, it's like, I've pretty much made it black and white. So, yeah. like, if anybody comes to me and it's like, I didn't know I had rehearsal, I'm like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Here's the thing. You don't even have to say anything. 12 people will turn around and be like, it was color-coded on the rehearsal schedule, like, in bold. Yeah, that I put in the Google Drive, that I put on the, the Facebook, Facebook group, and that I, I handed, emailed you. I emailed it to you, and I handed it to you hard copy in a folder with a pencil and an eraser that I pre-purchased for you, so you would always have one for rehearsal. No excuses. Don't come at me. <laughs> like, no excuses. I have made it so that there are no excuses. Yeah. You know? And I've, I've already said a couple times in some emails that I've sent just with some information, like... Yeah. There's a lot of you. Yeah. So every second we're there is super important that we're focused. Because when one person like squirrels off, 42 other people are going to squirrel off with you. Yeah. And I don't We don't have time for 42 other people. To squ- we don't have time for people to we squirrel off. We just don't. So like we're going to be. But I also feel like more- and maybe it wouldn't be all 42 of us. There would be. And I, I already kind of know who is there with me as mm-hmm. far as watching people squirrel off and being like, stop it. Shut it down right now. It's <laughs> yeah. so like we're going to be a little more strict in the rehearsal process just because there's a lot of people. Yeah. So we need to be organized mm-hmm. and we need to be on task so that we're utilizing our time. We're obviously going to have fun. Like it's not going to be like a friggin' Nazi war camp or anything, but yeah. we are going to be structured it's structured but it's gonna be a good structured and then there's gonna be times where we're gonna have like you're gonna have to let us play so we can figure out how to yeah as we're going through blocking and we're going through some run-throughs like i'm not gonna give you guys every single finger wave that you want to do i'm giving you general directions if there's things that i see or like jokes that i want to make like that are encouraged by a gesture or a look or whatever i will give you those yeah or i mean or if you find them on your own yeah there's Fantastic. been a, there's That's been a great. couple like as, well especially during um, the audition process like getting that little side to read yeah I'm like I could I I did it in my audition yeah. and I felt like it went really well because everybody laughed I gave no direction <laughs> for people with that I zero percent I'm like go read I'm it a few times and do your thing like, <laughs> That's all I wanted to so do So I'm hoping what I did in the audition I get to do for real on stage because I'm like ooh that'll be so funny <laughs> Yeah character stuff I'm going to talk with people about and let them develop their characters Yeah general direction of where they need to walk and where they're going to be choreography wise mm-hmm. that's for Amy and I to figure out If there's a joke that we're missing based on like the cadence of which something is being said or the timing of it, mm-hmm. like, we'll correct that. Yeah. And we'll make sure that we hit it. Because this show has the ability to be really funny. Yeah. Along with being a Disney show. Mm-hmm. Just like how Beauty and the Beast does. Yeah. But, like, I've seen versions of Beauty and the Beast where Lumiere isn't funny at all. And Lumiere, to me, is one of the funniest characters in that whole show. If you do him right. Yes. It's hilarious. Him that that whole like back and forth between him and Cogsworth. Oh yeah, is like one of my. Fav- if you do it right, if it's hilarious. It right, but it's- if you miss the mark and you just go through the motions, 
it's just a cute it just, Disney show. Exactly. It's a cute Disney show. And I, I kind of feel the same way like about uh, Triton and Sebastian. Like yes. they're gonna be one of they're gonna they're very similar to that that byplay mm-hmm. that you see between Lumiere and Cogsworth where yeah. like it was not done right. It's like oh, Well like that, was that cute. scene I had you guys read as Sebastian yeah. and Triton. I've seen that done. Not funny at all. Nope. And I've like seen how like you guys did it where I giggled and smiled. <laughs> you know, like there's differences. But you know, it, it's all going to come together. The hard part, I think, right now is just it's over. It's casted. Mm-hmm. And everything else now is is it's set up be, in the way that we're going to put things together. I mean, it's so, going to be partially you, but a lot of it is going to be us and a work ethic. It, yep. It's going to fall on the cast to really put in the time, even outside of rehearsal, to mm-hmm. practice what you know their parts are and what they've been given. Um, you know, And I'm relying a lot on my creative team, which I, in my opinion... I got the best people for the jobs that they're in. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I could not ask for a better support system to be doing this show with. I'm so excited. I mean, I have got the cream of the crop people working on this thing and it's going to, it's going to be fabulous. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to, I hope it goes down as one of the best shows that Glop has ever done. If that's, if that's the, you know, as it, long as it opens, I'll consider it a win. <laughs> If you never decide to direct again, <laughs> you you could you know you went out on a high note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I decide to retire after one show, then, you know, I did it right one time and I'm not going to mess that up. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was too good and I, I'm not taking a risk. I will not be directing The Sound of Music. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to direct The Sound of Music. No, nobody does. Nobody wants to see that ever again. <laughs> Sorry, Maria. <laughs> bye, 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 Maria. Out. Sorry, girl. You're done. I'm sure there are people out there who do love the sound of music. But I'm, sure I'm sure those there is. people should talk to me sometime. <laughs> but I, I know we always have a final word to the audience, but our final word is always the same. And I always feel like it's always the same for you is to go out and get involved. Just like get yeah, involved. There were so many people that like either heard that or just decided to do it. Like I talked about this, the, the woman earlier, Deb. Oh, she was so cute when she came in. She walked in and she was like, she literally just looked at us and said, I'm a virgin. And we were like, whoa. (laughs) We had a moment where we're like, she's like, I've never auditioned for anything. That was a declaration. Anything before. But I thought, well, if I don't do it, I'm going to kick myself. And I'm like, and she came out and did it. You know what? And I, I saw, I, I mean, I, I ended up putting her in the cast. Yeah. She has a I lot of, like, like I'm, I'm looking forward to working with her. I'm looking forward to working with everybody who's new. Yeah. She was super, super cute. And she was so grateful yeah. to even just be a part of it. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Like, she was one of the best phone calls that I made. And I made some hard. You made some hard, <laughs> hard phone, phone calls. calls. Hard, hard phone calls. Like, that part is not fun. Yeah. Like, the casting of the show, I knew it was not going to be fun. I appreciated my phone call. <laughs> it wasn't. Some people appreciated their phone calls. I loved my phone call. Other people didn't really. But you know, it's it, it, it's the nature of it. Yeah. And it's, I, I understand wholeheartedly, you know, when people, I mean, I'm asking people to give up a lot of their summer. A stupid amount of their summer. A lot of their summer. So like, I get it. But at the same time, it, it, it wasn't something I was looking forward to doing. I don't like to make people upset, but I kind of had to put that aside yeah. And be like, you know, this was a decision we had to make. So, yeah. But, you know, I guess what's my final word? Yeah. What's your final word to our audience today? Uh, final word to the audience today. You can plug your show if you want to. Well, yeah. By this time, I'm hoping the tickets are on sale. So please visit www.clapa.org and hit your buy tickets. It's a big old um, red button at the top of the page. Big old red button, top of the page. You can pick your date. We do have nine performances of The Little Mermaid, um, two of which are actually going to be American Sign Language interpreted. Yes, um, I'm so excited for that. By Joe and Kristen. They're going to be coming out and doing ASL-friendly performances for us. And we have two of those, one evening, one matinee. Mm-hmm. I think that's the 21st and the 26th. 21st and 26th. Are the ASL-friendly ones. 21st is a matinee, 26th is is an evening mm-hmm. and there's three matinee shows in there one of them is a saturday matinee so please keep that in check mind check your tickets when check you buy your them. tickets when you buy them please because people have complained about not being forewarned you have been forewarned 
of that now. Here's the thing. I'm going to let you. I only know this because I do the marketing and PR for Glapa. It is on the Facebook event page. Mm-hmm. It is on the website. It's on the ticketing vendor it page. It is on the ticketing vendor it's page. It's on every flyer you when, look at. When you purchase your ticket, it says in big, giant, bold lettering what time yeah. your ticket is for. We had several people overlook that. So please make sure you're checking your ticket and the time when you purchase them. Yes. Because the show will happen whether or not you thought it should. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just make sure you're looking and into that. If you, and you're probably going to kick yourself if you mm-hmm. miss it. So, And if you're not online savvy, you can always call the box office at 218-568-9200. You can talk to Miss Lori. She's talk super nice. Talk to Miss Lori Bernou in the office. She will hook you up. Yes. She's great. She's great. Um, but yeah, come out and see us and get your tickets early. I really, I don't. I, I'm hoping that there's nothing at the door to sell. Both Rich and I are like, we hope it all just sells out before we open because then we <laughs> don't even have to roll out the computer. We can just set up the will call table and call it a night. Like, <laughs> Be like, peace. No tickets to sell. Sorry. <laughs> People come out, I would like to get a ticket. Sorry, sold out. <laughs> yep, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure everybody gets to see it. Um, you know, we have nine performances this time. I added three shows to our typical six show run. Because I knew it was probably going to be a more and heavily attended kind of thing. It's a heavily attended kind of thing. And it's happening in the summer where a lot of parents are looking for things for their kids to do. So mm-hmm. I think it'll, I think it, I mean, uh, I have already dropped the line to my friends at the resorts. Yeah. So no, absolutely. They is aware. <laughs> I mean, and like the, just the engagements with this show on Facebook have been ridiculous. I think we're almost at like 4,000 people have seen the cast list. Yep. About 16,000 people have seen the Facebook event. Like over 300 people have already tried to buy tickets and they're not for <laughs> sale yet. So already the numbers are just mind-blowing Yeah. for this. I'm and very, very excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for myself. Um, I think it's going to be it's gonna be a good time. We're going to have a good time. The cast is amazing. Dude, there's so much stupid talent so in this cast. So much dumb talent on that. Like, <laughs> I can't even I can't even fathom it. Even like even those that are in the ensemble. There's a lot of stupid talent in the ensemble. Like, it's just it's just dumb. <laughs> even the kids, the kids can all friggin' sing and act and dance too. It's like I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. But it's gonna be fun. I feel very blessed to it's have the people fun. that I have. It's so gonna be fun. I'm I so hope fun. everybody comes out and sees it and and enjoys because we'll be working hard here the next couple of months to make it happen. Yeah. And side note, just the two of us. If you hear a lot of pre-recorded podcasts, now you know why. Because yeah, we busy. <laughs> we busy. Especially me. Uh, she real busy. We is real busy. Um. I was going to look. I don't know if you checked beforehand. Anything for Producer's Corner? Anything for Producer's Corner. I mean, I don't think so. You never know. It doesn't hurt to look. Oh, we had a couple of comments um, on the um, on Squarespace. Oh, yeah. Direct on the website. I don't know if we have any more reviews. I'll check that out for you because I think... We're still looking to give away a mug for our first 2019 iTunes review, y'all. And there's not one in there. And there's but, not one in there. But thank you, Mr. Potato Lump, for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever Mr. Potato Lump is. Yeah, they were just like... I know who Mr. Us. Potato Lump is. I'll let you know offline. <laughs> okay. Oh, sounds fun. I love it. I love a sister secret. But uh, all of the links to our social media will be either in it will be in the show notes. Show notes. The show notes. In the show notes. Holy mo! Holy moody. <laughs> in the show notes, either above or below the post. Um. So our website links to all the social media, and then uh, all the other fun things. That we've got going on uh, will all be down there. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, again, we're giving away a mug, people. A signed mug. Yeah, our Never- hard-earned money that we make at our real jobs is going to buy that mug. Yeah. So go out and buy. Go out. And- Not that we're trying to solicit. We're honestly the first person that goes out there. The next person that leaves an uh, five-star iTunes review gets a mug. Gets a mug. Gets a mug. That's it. Who doesn't like a coffee mug? If you, yeah, the next person that does it. So get your ass out there. <laughs> I 
I'll leave and a super do comment. it. Also, don't hesitate. I mean, I really, really appreciate the comments that I've been seeing on the Squarespace website, on our website, um, as well as seeing stuff on social media. So that's been really, really fun for me. So I need stuff to do in Producers Corner, so don't forget to leave your comments so I can comment on your comments. Please and thank you. Uh, And thank you for making I Can't I Have Rehearsal a part of your world. Oh, my God. Nailed it. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> Are you happy you got a pun in, in this Had podcast? to do one. Had to do one. <laughs> Had to do one. How many have you been keeping in? Oh, so many. <laughs> do you know how easy it is to make a Disney pun? Oh, stupid easy. Ooh, we should say that, but uh, maybe on an upcoming episode with the Top Four Squad, we should play the Punderdome. Oh, yeah. Rachel and I found this game <laughs> at Barnes & Noble called the Punderdome, and I, I had to buy it. I walked by it and was like, Travis, if you don't own this game... I so- had to It's all about just like, t- it gives you two cards, and it's like, here's the topic, here's the word, and you have to make as many puns as you can. Yeah. Best game ever. I, I'm like, we haven't played it yet, but I can't wait. I think we're gonna play it live on the podcast. No, oh, it's gonna be the best day. <laughs> it's gonna be the best day ever. It's it's a good uh, it's a good uh, pot. It's good, just audio. Could not be more excited for that. Yeah, I, it'll be fun. So, without without, do we have any more? Do you do you one more pun you would like to make before we sign off on this podcast? You know, I just. No, I'm good. You okay. know, I think everybody. I think we've said everything that needs saying. We we we've really nailed it. And uh, yeah, let's just let all these poor unfortunate souls go. <laughs> Set it up, knock it down. That's what you do. Swish, 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 bish. Well, you guys, um, we've given you all the uh, links for everything. Of course, you can listen to us, like we said, direct on iTunes or on Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. Um, again, we're giving away a signed mug. So make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, you can also listen to the podcast directly on I can't I have podcast.com. You can also check out our sweet merch. Please and thank you. On I can't I have podcast.com slash merch. She got shirts and shit. She got crew necks. She got t shirts. She got long sleeve tees. The best. There's a, and there's more stuff coming. Comfy so as hell. There's going to be more stuff for sale. So, um,. Make sure you do check it out. Tell your friends and family. Yep. You know you want to buy some stuff. Make a great gift for a bar mitzvah. For, for a like, birthday, bar mitzvah, bar- for a christening. Maybe we'll throw up some baby stuff up there. Yeah. Any kind of backyard barbecue. Backyard barbecue. Great. It'll be great. But with that. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. We did it. We did it. Oh my God. Yay. Jacob would be so proud. <laughs> I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. Born from the imagination of Travis Shapu. Edited and produced by Rachel Klein. Brought to you in part by Squarespace. And scene.